0: Hi there, my name's Ngozi. Because you can't see me, I need to tell you something really important. I'm smoking hot, but I can't seem to get a date. Is it because I'm in a wheelchair or am I just too hot to handle?
1: When I get married, I want somebody to be really excited about taking my nickel off and not having to help me put them on. Someone the
0: questions, how can
1: you even make a baby?
0: You know what? I'm not sure what I'm looking for, but I feel I should be looking for that special one.
1: Someone with a brain. Okay, that
0: helps. Good. <laughs> I'm curious to know why some people find it easier than others.
2: I'm either hypersexualised or desexualised. Both very dehumanising things.
0: Will I find love or something else? Join me on this journey would like to meet. But a little warning. These episodes can get a little raunchy and cover issues around love, sex and other adult themes. Listener discretion advised. Are you ready? Let's get started. I downloaded Tinder, which is the worst of I think all of them. That's not, yeah. Which one do you recommend then? Hinge is more about you have longer time to okay. put more of your personality on. Hinge? Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's
1: made more for relationships.
0: I hate the notion of online dating and Tinder, but realistically, I have to start somewhere. Let me introduce you to two of my friends who know me the best and are going to support me along the way.
3: Tinder's a bit more of a hook-up-y. Everyone's so disposable. You can just go online, you can just swipe right. It's almost like you don't have to care about people's feelings anymore.
0: Rosie and I go way back, having lived together while at university. She knows all my flaws. Well, she thinks she does. She's in a relationship and has a beautiful family. There's some great positives about online dating and profiling and that kind of thing yeah that's getting your profile out there because don't forget you're cutting out all the crap that people don't need to know they're going straight to the good bits what you're into what your interests and you can just kind of hone in on the important things then there's my free-spirited friend samara who questions all things to do with marriage and dating but she always seems to be attracting men whether she likes it or not people keep saying what's your type what's yeah, your type you've known me the longest Rosie what do you think my type is <laughs> someone with a brain yeah. okay that great. helps <laughs> <better> <laughs> string a sentence together a brain's always good yeah <laughs> um, I do think that you need someone on your intellectual level. I don't think they have to go to university, because that's not... No, I don't but they've had to have read a book. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and actually yes. know what a book is. Not, <laughs> yeah. not just Kindle. We're talking, like, the paper kind that are on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What do you think, Samara? Who do you think I go for? Because you know, you've not known me as long as Rosie. No, but it's interesting always hearing when we compare notes. You always say to me, you like someone stable and has got a good heart. They might not be conventionally attractive, but you like the little, like, kindness and, like... The softness Something in that. No, she likes that, little like, oh, he's got a cute <laughs> smile. Yeah. The way his eyes Yeah, With nice eyes. 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 Yes, yeah, eyes think, definitely. I <laughs> think You quick. want that back. You want someone to see those things in you, which, mm. to me, are really apparent, but the elephant in the room will always be this beautiful woman happens to be in a wheelchair. And it just yeah. overtakes
2: mm.
0: everything else. Like it has to be always a deal. Yeah. And there's one thing I'll say, from even going out with you in the past, I always noticed how um, guys, whether it was friends of mine, friends of yours, just would with me, they always seem to be surprised at how intelligent and sociable you were. And they'd get to know it they'd be like, oh, she's so cool. And it was like, can you not see yourself being influenced by the fact there's a wheelchair there? You're not stopping just to Mm. take that aspect away Mm. and get to know Mm. this beautiful female in front of you. And honestly, I can see why walls have gone up for you over the years. Because... I bet if noticed, you? Well I've noticed yeah, it, you've damn well noticed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Why am I doing this? I don't know, actually. I don't know if I actually want to meet anybody, but I feel like I should be wanting to meet somebody. I think you have got so used to, and so comfortable with the fact that you're not putting pressure on yourself to meet anyone because you're almost answering the question that hasn't been asked by just not doing anything about it. That's true. That's very true. But hey, should we have a go at trying to... Pick yeah. me up, yeah. all right then let's try. What did you say? Happened. Hinge. Hinge, okay, wrong one. So. Create an account, okay, let's see what we have to do. How long does it normally take just to stop? Leave. I think it's a couple of minutes. It
1: just it. you know, so it's really, a kind yeah. of easy process of just signing up.
0: God, I want so much details. The question for me is, do I disclose if I have a disability? Because there must be other people like you thinking how do I go about this? Yeah. Do I say it Do I not say it? No, no, you're right. I I think, yeah, I think that would be really remiss of me to just go, I'm not going to date anybody who's disabled because if they're like me, I, it, hey, it'd be amazing to meet somebody, somebody like me yeah. who's equally independent and just wants to meet somebody. Yeah, I haven't got a problem with that. This is amazing. I spoke to Josh, a writer, activist and a gay man, about what he puts on his Grinder profile when he's looking for a hookup. Due to Josh's disability, he speaks with the support of his personal assistant.
3: Grinder profiles are pretty damn pretty short.
0: Grinder profiles are pretty short. My opening message tells the people exactly what I want. Some people say it's too direct, but there's always a fine balance. But you don't want your impairment to be the defining factor. But then you don't want to start to talk to someone and then feel rejected when they block you after you disclose such a thing. The earlier you disclose, the less of a rejection you might feel. But on the other hand, some other people might want to get to know you as a person and then they will be less likely to reject you because they know that you're more than just an impairment. But on the other hand, if they do reject you, it will be a lot more painful as you've taken time to get to know them. That's quite a hard conflict to manage. Paula can't be bothered with dating. She has more interesting things to do. Paula is an award-winning wheelchair dancer who has represented Great Britain.
1: A friend on Facebook today posted how he'd been using a well-known website, looking at dates, and he'd had really, really negative response. And someone basically turning around to him and saying, ''Oh, right, you, you sound great and all this, and you look great, but I don't want to be a carer. I'm not interested in a like yourself.'' It shocked me the harshness of what was said, and it's like thought those those views had gone out with the ark. But it it is also that thing of well, someone's chatting you up when you're out. And I know when I was younger, it was like, well, are they chatting me up because they like me or they feel sorry for me, or they think nobody else is going to? And yeah, I've had long term relationships and stuff like that, but I've never been particularly bothered i don't know whether it's that i'm lazy but i just can't be bothered it's just like i've got enough shit in my life i don't want to babysit somebody through disability 101 so i've got no idea what find a local dog walker that's the most chance at the moment i've got is bumping into a fellow person who's got a dog hope our dogs get along and hope they're single that is the most chance i've got realistically of getting a date at the moment
0: Yeah, that's one up on me. I I I haven't got a dog. Get dog. I I no. There's a lot more than just getting a dog, isn't there? But um,
1: (laughs) I wish it was just that simple. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I spoke to Kiruna, an actress, an absolutely extraordinary person. We discussed so much, starting with seeing herself as disabled.
2: I think I really realised people saw me as different at university. I know that there were guys that were attracted to me at high school and at university who would have been stopped by thoughts of, can she have children? Will people think I'm weird that I'm attracted to her? Oh, it's just too hard. I'll wait to fancy somebody else, which, let's face it, 20-year-old men do every five seconds.
0: Yeah, that's true. So what was dating like then? Did you ever date it at didn't that age? It did happen.
2: I had my heart so... Um, firmly in a box, there was a lovely guy who was interested in me that only as an adult looking back I realised was the case. Like, I think I'd identified or or been made to feel by society so asexual, or so undesirable that I couldn't really spot it. Everyone's nervous when they're dating. So if you then start to add the concept of privilege and how far away you are from the most dateable, shaggable person in the entire world, that fear of rejection just, it gets bigger.
0: How did you date? You know, was it because the internet wasn't...
2: I didn't date till I was like, oh, I waited a long time. I had male friendships that in a way were precursors to dating in that it was like I was practising actually just being out and about and comfortable with an average height man in public which I know sounds uh, sad to have to admit but actually on a level I think that was where I was at in my late teens was actually just being comfortable being out with a boy and not feeling judged that people were judging him for being my friend or me being his friend which is so sad because he hadn't even added the element of you know, sort of sexiness or attraction yet. I had my first boyfriend when I was 24 and I'm going to be really honest, he was into me, he was a lovely boy, lovely man I should say. I wasn't really into him but I was desperate for the practice.
0: Nicola is an actor and managed to find love. She said,
2: I know when I became disabled, that was something that was
1: almost like an overwhelming fear because the stick was so ugly. And now I look back and think, really? Really? I don't think we we big up the beauty of disability and the beauty that is is there. People sort of see, I always believed that people just, they saw the stick and then they saw me. Or if I was in my wheelchair, they looked over my head.
0: I spoke to somebody on the dating scene. Claire is an artist and a dominatrix. She gave me her insights.
3: For me, it depends what dating site it is that I'm throwing myself into. Tinder is a meat market. And I just think, you know, it's a bit sort of dislocated from real connection. A lot of the time, people are really disposable there. And it's more like window shopping for people. And then I went on Bumble and that's like fairyland compared to Tinder. (laughs) I'm sort of skipping amongst the flowers, picking eligible bachelors and bachelorettes up. (laughs) So the problem is now that I've got too many offers of dates and I'm just thinking, do I even want to do that? Can I even be bothered, you know, it's hard to connect sometimes virtually, isn't it?
0: So have you actually found anybody online? Are you going to go on one of those dates? There's thousands of people
3: that you've met. I've got loads lined up. I've booked them all in on Saturday. And oh you God. know what I'm like, you know, it's it's like trying to get hold of the Queen Mother's purse, trying to pin me down. So, <laughs> so um,
0: yeah. I, don't know, well, we'll... I go in your place.
3: So, so I pretend to be you. Do you want to? <laughs> I've done that before. I think the, the, the big giveaway, though, is I'm black in your, or not. <laughs> I don't think it would work. I don't know. We've got similar eyes.
0: <laughs> that is the only thing. <laughs> the Mouth. Oh, oh, I know what we've got. We've got eyes, nose, and teeth. That's what we've
2: got. <laughs>
3: Do you know what we should do? We should set up, like, I should let you on my bumble for a day so you can pick people for me, because I'm not doing a good job of picking them myself.
0: Well, I don't like the picking. I just hate trying to be interesting in text. We're trying to be, ah, interesting and funny. But if you meet me, I'm interesting and funny. But you have to talk, you have to write about it before you can meet me, and I I really struggle with that.
3: Yeah, it's getting that initial sort of spark and, uh, you know like for me it's that instant thing when someone gets in touch with you you know like are you going to ask me something different rather than hi how are you doing how's your day that's me that's
0: me (laughs) I think Claire's totally nailed my problem am I a heterosexual male next episode I'm going to share a little bit about my past relationship that some people might see as sinister until next time Swipe me right. We'd Like to Meet was created and presented by Ngozi Ugochuku. It was produced by Andrew Westall. Series produced by Lucy Bell. Production managed by Naomi Turner and edited by Celia Hutchison. Production assistants were Takuze Rosive and Cheryl Nutbean. It is a documentary theatre production supported by the Audio Content Fund.